<laughs> Welcome to uh, Crew TV Podcast. I am Mark Pugh, Jr. And to my left, we have Mark 88. How you guys doing today? You know what I'm saying? Thank you for having me on the show. <laughs> thank, you. <laughs> thank you for allowing me to have you on your show. Man, it's a blessing. It is. How you doing, man? I'm good, bro. How are you? You know what I'm saying? I just met this dude, like, when I meet you, man. Oh, shit. It was this year know. sometime, right? Uh, it was a show. I think it was. Um, we showcase. officially met at the showcase for right. Low Okay. Back when I was rapping. Uh, I don't do that no more. You don't rap no more. Well, I say that, but then I'll probably put a song out next week. But I try to. <laughs> I try to stay focused. So occasionally, you like a part time rapper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just. Uh, I, like, I'm more like a retired rapper. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I was going hard for a minute, then, uh, I stopped. So what made you stop? I see you like started to dive into like um comedy and shit actually bro i actually started doing comedy before i started rapping oh i started uh my first like stand-up thing was in the fourth grade for fourth a talent grade. show how'd you do i did surprisingly well for like my <laughs> first time yeah i like i wrote three jokes with my parents i came up with them mm-hmm. and like i was a real big eddie murray fan like he's okay. the reason why i do this something shit. like one of his first specials and shit. yeah yeah like I, the raw shit mm-hmm. okay. not even raw saw delirious first mm. i didn't see raw yet and then I saw Raw and it changed my life. But I saw Delirious mm-hmm. and what happened? I was like, okay, I want to do this shit. Right. And so we had a talent show coming up and I wrote three jokes. And this is how I knew. Like in hindsight, I realized that I'd be pretty good at it because I forgot my last joke. I forgot mm. my closer. Yeah. And I freestyled that shit. And then and I still got a laugh. They fucked with it. Yeah, they fucked with it. Because right. they were surprised I had a voice because I was quiet as shit. Mm-hmm. Like, through school, yeah. like anybody go to school, high school, middle school, I was always quiet going in. Didn't really get out of my shell until like 11th grade. Right. But in the fourth grade, motherfuckers only knew that I could draw because I'd be in the corner of the class by myself, quiet, drawing. So you was that kid? I was that kid. You and did, like, did, so when the, when the lunch bell rang, did you run to lunch too? I didn't run, nigga. I just walked by myself. Okay, so you weren't one of them kids, okay? You was like nah. one of them kids, but you like... Yeah, I wasn't Naruto running to the like, man, classroom. Man, them niggas are dangerous. <laughs> Yeah, them they, the, they will fuck you up if you in their way, man. Yeah, that, those are the school shooters now. I don't know if I can say that, but <laughs> man, you can say whatever you want to say. Right, fuck it. Yeah, those are the school shooters. It's sad. It's sad. But ideally, yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they fit the stereotype. Yeah, we we all have a stereotype. Every, I mean, you can't be mad. We have a stereotype. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm yeah, several. Is it is it true? Are they true? Some stereotypes are based in truth. That's the funny thing about stereotypes and why I think they're funny. Because mm-hmm. a lot of funny things have some truth in them. It's isn't hundred percent true all the time. Mm-hmm. But it's just like you ever see something, you like, hmm, that's funny. You don't laugh, but you like, that's funny. That's peculiar. Mm-hmm. That's the like, in my opinion, that's the whole root of comedy anyway. Because mm-hmm. like, that's why so many comedians are fucking in trouble now. Because they tell the truth, and motherfuckers don't want to hear the truth. The truth is hard to hear. Very. You know what I'm saying? Even if niggas don't want to hear that. They don't want to hear the truth. And if if you get offended nine times out of ten, it's because you had it in the back of your head and you didn't want to admit it. And it's like that hurts. So now somebody else has to feel this pain. I just I don't I don't know. I feel like being offended, I'm getting off on a tangent, but fuck it. You gave me permission to do it, so I'll do it. But like being offended is very personal and selfish thing. Uh-huh. So, like, if you were to say something that offended me, 
nine times out of ten, you weren't intentionally trying to offend me. You were right. just saying how you felt. And if that struck a nerve with me, I have to look and me personally, I feel like you have to look in yourself before you kind of like go attack somebody else because you're offended. You know what I'm saying? It's like For sure. your offense. You have to deal with that. Mm. I'm speaking, I'm on stage, I'm speaking my truth. You're offended. So now you have to look in yourself and say, why does this hurt me so much? You deal with those you know what I'm saying? Like I was on stage one time. And I had about 10 nigga jokes. I was talking about black people for 10 minutes. Right. And a white woman, I, I started doing some crowd work and I was talking to this white guy at this white bar. And we were going back and forth. And there was an older lady behind him, two older ladies. Mm-hmm. And the dude said, old lady titties. And the woman heard somebody say it, uh-huh. assumed it was me. Because right. I started riffing on old lady titties. So she got mad and walked out, then came back and was just like, you have to apologize. I'm like, it was fine when I was talking about niggas for 45 minutes. But then as soon as you hear old lady titties and you old, you get offended. Right. And it's like, that's your problem. Because I didn't even say the shit. Now she just mad. Somebody else said it. Somebody said it and now she want me to leave. No, it's not going down like that. It's not happening. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't paid to be here, but they told me to get on the microphone. So So I'm not leaving. That's your obligation at that time. Exactly. So going back to uh, Mm -hmm. going to the little time machine. Okay. Going back to fourth grade, you said, right? Right, 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 right. What's what's one of the jokes you, uh, Okay. if you can remember? The only one I remember is the one I made up on the spot. And Mm -hmm. I was doing a terrible Eddie Murphy well, he, uh, you know, Nutty Professor was out. Right. And he played all the parts in the movie, just about. So he had the... Uh, Classic movie, man. Yeah, was, I love that movie. Yeah. I was actually, on the way here, I was thinking about Eddie Murphy. All my favorite movies, 90% of them are Eddie Murphy movies, which is weird to me. But I guess it's just by design and shit. Mm-hmm. But, um, all right, so the joke was basically like, yeah, it made no sense either. And I just <laughs> made it up on the spot. I'm like... Me and my parents are riding downtown, and this limo pulls up next to us, and the window rolls down, and this lady, uh, I did the impersonation of Eddie Murphy as one of the Mama Clump or something, you know, she went, Hercules, Hercules. So yeah. I could do the voice that young really well, so I did oh, that, yeah. and niggas just lost their mind. It was like, wasn't a good joke, but, you know, but just the fact it that just, you... that I did it, and they was just like, it. you know. It was just one of them you had to be in a room type situation. Yeah, like, I guess we'll get this nigga some claps. Yeah, well, <laughs> it wasn't like a pity clap. I hope it wasn't a pity clap because hey, they fucked up because now yeah. I want to do the shit. Hey, shit. They, that's, that's the worst, man. I'm not saying you bad or that shit because I, I came to one of his shows. Okay. Actually, you know what I'm saying? I seen you. How was it? How yeah. did you like it? I enjoyed it. I was geeked up, man. That's I was there. That's but good. nevertheless, it was, yeah. it was a good time. That's good, man. You know what I'm saying? You were funnier than the other niggas up there because they were. <laughs> so, okay, who was the yeah. dude that, like, was hosting it? He uh, was straight. He was Tristan. Straight. Tristan is a very funny dude. He was straight. Yeah, he, he writes a lot. He, like, he's. He's a one-liner. I don't want to just limit him to that, but he has like killer one-liner jokes, like uh-huh. a Mitch Hedberg or some shit, or Doug Benson. Mm-hmm. Really good. The thing with those open mics, a lot of the time is like people come to those, and I'm gonna kind of explain because a lot of people don't really understand like the difference between like open mics and then like real shows, comedy shows. Mm-hmm. Open mics is a chance for like motherfuckers who don't do comedy to get up there for the first time and people who do but they're trying out new material. Right. And then you got me who just come there to fuck around mm-hmm. and try out new material. So mm-hmm. it's just like I work on both. But a lot of times you won't really laugh that much at open mics, especially in like smaller cities like Shreveport. Yeah. Because the comedians are so spread thin and then you got motherfuckers who try new jokes. 
So a lot of new jokes aren't gonna be funny the first time you hear them. Sure. So like they go out. That's kind of like going to the gym and shit. Mm. For us, that's our that's our gym. We work out, working out new material. Cause you got veteran comics that same night got up there, didn't land that many jokes. Mm-hmm. But they could they could kill the room with shit they know works. Yeah, but that's just you don't really go there. Yeah, it's just trying to new you, shit. You gotta you always gotta. I feel like in any realm, you always mm-hmm. gotta have something in that bag prepared. Yes. Like correct. Saying, yeah, yeah. You gotta be prepared. That's, yeah. So you you wing it pretty much. Uh, most of the time, I'm yeah. I I have I have jokes, but I, like it's the room you saw me in, I love going in there with nothing mm-hmm. and just fucking around because yeah. that's my favorite thing to do. I didn't start like technically I started with writing, but then when I got into it seriously, I didn't have any material. I just got yeah. up there and just started talking shit yeah. and. I was just, it was a natural thing. And ever since then, bro, I'm always looking to get on stage. But yeah. I got like notebooks and shit. I already love notebooks. My mom made me write when I was young. Mm-hmm. So a lot of shit, really, now that I think about it, has prepared me for the road I'm on now. Right. So like my mom used to make me write a lot and read a lot as a kid. So now I love writing. And like anytime I get, like I'm a crackhead for like, <laughs> I'm not gonna say chicken like we said earlier, but I'm like a crackhead for like good pens uh-huh. and notebooks. Just like if I have a fresh notebook and a, a pen that writes well, uh-huh. I'm happy. So you're talking about like that feeling when you got like that nice paper. Yes, it's like, just smooth. Yeah, just, I know. I know what you're talking. You know about. what I'm saying? Like exactly. it just that and like writing so much growing up, and then watching a lot of stand up and just like liking. I was the only child, and I was adopted, mm-hmm. so like I was. Looking for attention and shit. You know, mm-hmm. I'm a quiet kid, so I didn't talk outside. But then when I'm around family and people I'm cool with, mm-hmm. I'm always fucking around, joking around and shit. I took my aunt's wig one time, put it on. I was acting like her just to make motherfuckers laugh yeah. and shit. But, uh, like, the writing and looking for attention, then getting into rap. So being on stage, I was in plays and shit young. So just like being on stage was like a second home to me mm. and I didn't even realize it until I got older it was yeah. just some shit I did and it's like go to this uh summer camp and we put on a whole production and shit right. and I'm in the art thing working on the backgrounds and I'm in the like acting portion because uh-huh. I thought it was cool you know right. what I mean but I didn't think it would translate into this now mm. I was always a kid it's like okay I want to try this so I'm gonna do it man really ideally if you if you really look back a lot of this shit that we was doing younger mm-hmm. is it definitely shaped us for, for, sure. for better or for worse. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I mean, it's good that you can always look back. Hindsight is always twenty twenty, and look right. back and reflect on your situation. Because a lot of times, motherfuckers just be going, mm-hmm. and they have no sense of awareness. Right. But right. based off what you just said, you kind of yeah. know. Uh, you know where you are. You may not know exactly purpose driven all the time in mm-hmm. life, but you know mm-hmm. where you are, what right. you've done. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that way, you can. Go to that next level and take everything that you, you know. For sure. Yeah. But, bro, I had a dream. Okay. We switching tangents. I had a dream, cool. bro. We're still on the comedy topic. And I really want to do this. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, I did some stand-up comedy, right? Word. In the dream. In the dream. Okay. Yeah. Nobody fucking laughs. <laughs> I swear. Yeah. Nobody laughs. And like, I just want to do that. Yeah, I mean, I just want to go up there and geek, have a good ass time. Yeah, tell some jokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? yeah. maybe get kicked out some boot. Um, yeah. Maybe I'm. If you come to the show, bring tomatoes. You know what I'm saying? Throw shit at me. Like I don't know, cause I feel like yeah. in a dream, like 
you know, it was so cringe. Mm-hmm. It was so bad. Yes. But I made it through. So next day, I was like, that, I can do anything. Yes, that is that is the attitude to have when doing stand-up. Yes. Yeah, so A like, lot of people are scared. Yeah. But to, the, once you know that you can get through some shit like that, you're not afraid anymore. Because it's like, I've been through it. Mm-hmm. And like, once you, you don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, a motherfucker hold a gun to your head the first time is scary as shit. But yeah. if you survive that shit, Second getting time, shot or not, you like, like okay, shoot, shoot I'm, me, nigga, yeah, you like, I, nah, I, I've been through worse. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. A water gun doesn't scare you after you've been Facts. shot with a pencil. It's so. water wet. You feel me? <laughs> <laughs> it's water fucking wet. Correct. It is. You think so? Uh, well, is water wet? No, I don't think water is wet. I, I think water is. Well, I don't think it's sticky either. I've heard things. I have. I'm not like a water scientist, so you know what I'm saying. I, I just do crew TV. That's all I do. Yeah. I don't, I don't. That's a weird. That's a weird debate, though. A lot of people say, "Well, is water wet?" And it's just like that's. To me, that's like asking, "Is the air air?" It's like, hmm. is the air breezy? Like, the air makes the breeze. Water makes you wet. It's You're just, making me you know, think, man. I just, I, I don't know. I try to think. I don't even try to think outside the box. It just, my mind's fucked up. So, question: You think there is a box? I mean, I don't think there's a box. I think there's several boxes. I think there's only one box, bro. It's a coffin. Well, that that's a box. <laughs> I have a, I have another box for you. What's that? Uh, vagina. I thought you were gonna say Pandora. Oh, the Pandora's box. There. I think you have like <laughs> metaphysical boxes and shit. That's you have like literal boxes. Yeah. Like, like a coffin. Uh, my grandmother. This has nothing to do with shit. My grandmother calls used to call the TV the idiot box. I can see why. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like she's like super religious. I love her to death, man. But she. With some funny shit in her house, just yeah. like the idiot boxes, some I wasn't used to seeing because I thought this shit was cool. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I don't know where we're going with that. It has nothing to do with shit. I mean, honestly, I don't get it. Hey, as long as the shit flows, yeah, you know what I'm it's saying. As long as we here having a good time, man. I'm definitely having. Hey, hold up. I have a question for you. Come on. Uh, so your name is Mark eighty eight. Oh shit. Explain to the people what the eighty eight means. I found this highly interesting. All right. So, uh, mm-hmm. you know, 88, it generally means like abundance. Right. Prosperity. Financial stability. And, you know, if you turn the A sideways, infinity. Infinity signs. You right. know what I'm saying? So, for two of those. And while I was making Crew TV and mm-hmm. making the foundation of it, like, late 2018, before we launched, uh, I... I was trying to come up with an idea because I was gonna yeah. call it like '88 except Crew TV or okay. something like that. Okay. But they already had like a show called '88 Rising. I didn't want to. Oh yeah, I didn't, right, I didn't, right, right. I didn't want right. to copy that because mm-hmm. I knew that this show could be big. I didn't want to copyright shit later on. Right. But uh, yeah, I mean, then my boy, he was, he came, he came over, and he was looking up some random. He was looking at emojis and shit, right? Mm-hmm. Random shit. Yeah. He was scrolling. He saw like these two eight balls. Mm. Random as fuck. And I was oh, like, bro, shit. I'm telling you. Yeah. ADA shit's real. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Ever since then, man, we've been rocking just, with it. Just stuck with it. Yeah. That's what's up. For sure. Like, man, we just pushing prosperity, you know what I'm saying? It don't really it don't really matter about what situation you're mm. in, you know what I'm saying? Niggas don't care, bro. Nah, niggas nah, niggas don't care. I mean, I had to understand that and you know, um, yeah, I'm just trying to create jobs for niggas, man. Because it's cool. in the city, mm. it's hard. Yeah, it's hard as shit. Yeah, bro. Like, it's niggas, bro, that yeah, get degrees. Can't, and, find can't find a job. Or they get a degree. And some shit and they then, don't like. 
They get a degree in some shit they don't like, can't find a job in that, and end up working at Brookshire's or some shit. Man. And that's nothing wrong with Brookshire's, but I want, I'm not spending $100,000 <laughs> to go work at Brookshire's. Exactly. Yeah, I know. I'm not doing that. You can, uh, you can do that shit without yeah. going to college. Yeah, my, my whole thing about that, like, if you want to do business or something, right, mm-hmm. I feel like, fuck going to school. Go to school. I'm not. I don't have nothing against school if that's what you want to do. But, but I say, start you a business. That's the best way to Mm -hmm. learn business. It's like to fail forward and just to do shit. Exactly. The niggas in school, they gonna teach you the safe route shit. They gonna teach you the shit that's universal. Mm -hmm. All the schools are learning, but in business, you gotta do something that's gonna get you ahead and distinguish yourself. Yeah. So my whole my whole thing with that, you know what I'm saying. Man, get you about like five, ten racks if mm-hmm. you can. Take yeah. out a loan. Right. Don't go to the bank and get like a, a business loan. They, right. they, they really give them the niggas anyways. Correct. Ask for a personal loan. Because mm-hmm. they ideally know he probably not going to pay this shit back. He mm-hmm. probably going to miss a few payments. We finna mm-hmm. get him. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, right, But if you smart with your money, you use that 5000 10000 to fund like your first few years of business. And if you double down on yourself, you can make that back. Really, you can make that shit back in a year. Yeah. Six months, if you're really doing it. And all that can teach you, I believe, way more business-minded shit than, like, sitting in the classroom. Experience is the best teacher, hands down. Unless you're doing, unless you're going to be a doctor or something like that, Mm -hmm. where you need a degree or certification. Yeah. I don't know if I said that word right, but anyway, certification. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Then, Then definitely go to college. Yeah, but and if you don't know what you're doing and you're trying to figure it out, go to college. Mm-hmm. But if you kind of, you don't even even if you're trying to figure it out, you really just go get a job, and if you got to move out, get a job so you can pay your rent, yada yada yada, mm-hmm. or stay with your people or whatever. But take a couple of years and figure yourself out. Don't just don't just dive don't, into some shit just because because that's, that's the norm. The, and the norm now is changing because shit. Like when my parents were my age, mm-hmm. the whole route was to finish, finish regular school, then go to college, then get a job. You know what I'm saying? That was the thing. But you have so many things now. You can make money in your living room playing a video game all day, all day, and make a living. Like, make more than what my parents make now. Like niggas used to talk about kids or yeah. people playing games. Oh, you're weird. You mm-hmm. never know. Like bro, Twitch came out. Look at that. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yep. You got niggas like Ninja. You got niggas Ninja. like... Uh, what's the other guy's name? Uh, PewDiePie. Yeah. I, bro, he's, he's big time on yeah, YouTube, bro. Like, it's crazy. You got people... I knew the shit was changing when I realized how people like Kim Kardashian make money. They make money yeah. being people. Personalities, man. Because, like... Yes. It's just crazy. Like, all these people are doing this shit without school, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and yeah. to go back to, to the thing you talked about, doctors and shit, right? Yeah, yeah. It's funny, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I meet so many people, you mm. know what I'm saying? I'm one of them in a certain aspect. Because I, I, I go to YouTube University. That's where I learned all my shit. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? But you got some niggas. hmm Just because they watch all, however many seasons of Grey's Anatomy, they <laughs> think they can do yeah. some shit on you. Yeah. I'm like, bro, no. sit, sit, sit your ass down. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. Where your, where's your certification? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. That's just a thought. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Right, right. It's just like, <laughs> that's just crazy to me. That's funny as hell. But, I don't know, bro. It's, we, we live in a time now where you can, 
literally do anything. Mm-hmm. And everybody, you can make opportunities for yourself. Like, it's one thing I see, and I'm not going to say any names because, you know, people, right. like, you know, you've been in the rap scene, and mm-hmm. you're in the rap scene and shit because yeah, you like, interview rappers all the time. Been deep in the shit. And you, you say you used to make music. Are you mm-hmm. still making music? Kind of. Mm-hmm. So you're definitely in the shit on multiple different facets of the rap scene mm-hmm. in Shreveport. So you know how people get about if you got somebody new coming in and it's like this unnecessary beef and it's always right. like, I feel like I'm up here and everybody else is down here. And when I started to get into the comedy circuit around here, I realized it's the same shit. I thought it was going to be different. Nah, bro, it's nah, universal. It's, yeah. So like, I say that to say I'm not going to say any names, but going back to what we were talking about, like you have to, if you don't go to school, you still have to put in the work. You know what I'm saying? So if there's anything you want to do, you can do it, mm-hmm. but you have to do it. You have to lead, not lead. You have to live, breathe, eat, sleep that shit. Like you, like you literally, like for me doing this shit, mm-hmm. like, like bro, I went to bed at five this morning, type shit, mm-hmm. right. working on this video, right. just right. so, just, just so I wouldn't, cause I, just so I can make time for this shit. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. But uh, you really gotta be immersed in your work. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like you gotta be obsessed with this shit like absolutely not like on no crazy shit you can still have that balance but i say you might have to be crazy you they, might have to be jc is an insane person yeah. that nigga is insane you know what i'm saying yeah. like think that nigga is insane okay, you know what i'm saying like anybody that's good at something think about any creative genius louis ck a very yeah. talented person mm-hmm. nigga got in trouble for coming on his own stomach in front of a woman <laughs> Like, niggas are crazy. Yeah. Like, actors and shit, to play... I heard somebody say this, and I think it's so true. To, for you to be an actor, and you have to get in the mind... Like, Joaquin Phoenix in The Joker. Uh-huh. He's so fucking talented. If you think about... People had... I haven't seen it yet. Don't spoil it. I'm me. not going to spoil it, because I hate spoilers. But mm-hmm. if you just... Why, you, you can see it in the trailer, how good he acts in the trailer for the Bruh. movie. When you think about... When you take yourself outside of the fact that you're watching the movie... You have to realize there are like 30 people around him filming him in front of a mirror crying. And when you're watching, like, oh, this is, we're in this room and he's by himself. No, mm-hmm. that nigga's doing this shit in front of like 30 to 40 people. Some niggas got microphones in there. It's a light and shit. It's mm-hmm. a nigga that's walking around with a microphone. It's like, to do that shit, there's a level of insanity because most regular people won't even cry in front of their wife. You know what I'm saying? This nigga's crying in front of people that work for him. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I don't even know him that well. And he's it's good. He makes you believe that you're watching somebody's life right now. Mm-hmm. You have to be crazy. I think I'm crazy in the sense that like like you said, you didn't go to sleep till five. Right. I this nights I didn't go to sleep at all. And mm-hmm. I'm sure you had those nights too right. because I wanted to perfect the shit I'm working on. Got and it's not even perfecting, it's just like I want to do this. Yeah. I have to do this. Yeah. I'm I'm not good at school. I'm not good at working for nobody. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm a good student as far as, like, I'm not disruptive. I'm a good worker as far as I'm not telling nobody, suck my dick and you can't talk. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just, yeah. I go and do my shit, but I fuck everything up. Yeah. Like, not on purpose, but, like, when I'm doing my shit. It's, like, almost flawless. It's, it's natural. It just, it's natural, and it's something I love to do. So, even if I fuck up, I don't feel bad because I know. It's all a part of the process, and it's something I would I would do this. I've not eaten a whole day because I'm trying to get something right. I've been you know on that, I've been on that tip as well. I mean, that's not the healthiest thing, but exactly. crazy. It's but, insane. Yeah, but like you know, what I'm saying when you 
my girl be telling me to eat yeah. all the time. But when you like, as a creative, you know, when you in that flow state, yeah, you can't stop. Time. No. Sometimes you cannot no. stop because if you, I've stopped before and try mm. to come back, and I was like, no. it's not the same. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? You just really, just literally ripped that idea. Yeah. But like if I'm in the flow state, like eight hours on on end, Man, I'm, I'm, t- I'm in it. Exactly. And know? I hate when people who don't understand try to. I love when people try to empathize, but then people. I don't even think this is empathy, but people try to tell you to like if they interrupt your flow state, mm-hmm. like I need you to do this, and then like you can come back to it later. It's like you really can't. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could come back to it, but it's not gonna be the same because you're not in the same headspace, exactly. not in the same flow state. And it's sometimes you come back to shit, and it's just like, Ugh, it just I can't do this no more because mm-hmm. I don't feel it now. I just right. I've thrown songs away. It's just like I can't I can't finish this because. It's, I don't feel it no more. This it's, feeling's not the same. It's all about feeling, man. Like, exactly. Really, it's, you know what I'm saying? When you're trying to manifest some shit in your life, it's all about... Yeah. It's not about what you really think about the shit mm-hmm. as much as it's about how you feel about the shit. Exactly. You know so you can exactly. think You can think all you want type shit. Yeah. But if you have, like, a strong feeling, you're in the flow state, you're taking action, mm-hmm. I mean, everything is ideally is going to work out in your favor, yeah. essentially. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, I saw a movie recently. Okay. Maybe last month or so. I was called Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Quentin Tarantino film. I'm not gonna lie, bro. Based mm-hmm. off the comedy in that shit, mm-hmm. and based off some of the shit you said, I feel like you would fit one of the characters. Have you seen that movie? I, yes. What do you I, think about it? I, I love. It's a. It's such a good movie. A lot of people. Some people didn't like it, bro. And that's what makes this because it's like, if you think about, like, if you're really into something. Mm-hmm. Like, I know <laughs> right now a lot of motherfuckers who are watching me are probably like, this nigga's not funny at all. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, in conversation, sometimes I'm funny, sometimes I'm not. And me and my brother Justin had his joke. He Anytime he see me, like, what's up, funny man? Because, like, people <laughs> people who observe, like, comedy yeah. or movies and shit, consumers want the product. And then we're such consumers now in this society. I promise I'm going to answer your question. But <laughs> yeah, it, it's a roundabout way of answering. It's like... We are such consumers in America that everything has to be a hundred percent every time we get it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I noticed that, like I told you earlier, like I ate a chicken, straight chicken, for three weeks. There've been times it's terrible. <laughs> every time it's I've terrible, eaten it, bro. it's like the first time I had it, I was like, "This is fucking delicious." Mm-hmm. So that's what made me come back. But then mm-hmm. the second time, it's like. This ain't as good as the last time. So mm-hmm. that makes me, in my mind, think that it's terrible. Chicken's not bad, but it's not as good as... The first time I had it, I was like, this is fucking delicious. Mm-hmm. So that's what made me come back. But then mm-hmm. the second time, it's like, this ain't as good as the last time. So mm-hmm. that makes me, in my mind, think that it's terrible. Chicken's not bad, but it's not as good as that first time where it was great. It's kind of mm-hmm. like a drug. Mm-hmm. So now that's what anything we do. When we see a movie, it has to, it has to make us feel better than the last good movie we saw. Right. You know what I'm saying? One, good is subjective, but then when you understand the craft, that movie is a... I said all that to say that is a good movie, but to the normal consumer, they wouldn't appreciate why yeah. it's a good movie. Because it's three hours long. There's some parts where it's just like very dry Yeah, to set up a punchline. It fits. It fits perfectly. Like you had this long scene and then just to set up this small part that yeah. pays off. Yeah. And you're just like, damn. Yeah. But this is like different types of music. Like, if you listen to Future, right? it's not time I intend if you're a Future fan, you're not going to understand why Beethoven is a genius. I can, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
I can appreciate both of them, mm-hmm. but it's just I love music. Yeah. And somebody might love music, but only like Future. Right, they're not really. They, and some people won't who listen to Beethoven won't appreciate Future's genius. Exactly. So it's just like a different levels of appreciation, but also like you have to study that or just have a broader appreciation to understand why certain things are really good. For sure. You know what I'm saying? I've heard like the best jokes didn't make me die laughing. Yeah. The best joke I've heard was made me go, that's a good joke. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you be laughing your head type. Yeah, thing. it's just like wow. It's like it's so funny to me. It's such a good joke. Most good jokes aren't like die laughing funny. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Most good jokes are fucked up. Yes, I I heard a very good 9/11 joke. Okay, I'm not gonna tell it. Mm. Partly because I don't remember the punchline, yeah, but I just remember it was good. But I mean, if you remember, I'll say go for it. Yeah, I'm, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> if I remember it, I'll tell it in the middle of you saying something. Yeah, just 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 blurt it out. Blurt that shit out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's fucking Blurred terrible. that shit out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But like, if you're listening at home, you know what I'm saying? I want to thank you for tuning in. For sure, you know absolutely. what I'm saying? Definitely, I appreciate all the listeners. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. How long are you running? 28 minutes. 28? Like, I feel like let's keep it, it shit. Yeah, we just shit. I'm having a good time. My max time is an hour. Okay, you know cool. <laughs> that's, that's the longest that let me upload a podcast. For so sure. Well, for me. Okay. I'm not going to be on talking for two hours. I got shit to do. I feel you. I feel you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I got... Yeah, I got like three other interviews today. Oh yeah, you did. Yeah, you're a very busy man. That's good. I spaced them out for sure. Cause I didn't want to be like, okay, do your interview. Yeah. And somebody else coming up. Yeah. Nah. I feel you. Space this shit right, out. Right, you know right. what I'm saying? So, how do you feel about like tips you can share with people? Mm. You know what I'm saying? On building a certain audience, cause so with your jokes or with your mm. music. Mm. Um, so let's talk about jokes. How do you, what do you base your audience off of? Are you saying like, um, like you, what do you gear your jokes towards? Like I don't, it just really, I let the, if I have an idea and it's just like with music and it's the same shit. If I have an idea, uh, I let it run crazy. Mm-hmm. I don't try to like tailor make the shit for a certain audience. Like if somebody came to me and said, I want you to tell only jokes that pertain to white people. Right. I'm sure I could do that, but I'm not gonna tailor make a whole tailor make a whole set. Like if I'm writing tonight, I usually don't go. Okay, I'm gonna make a joke. I'm gonna make thirty jokes about white people. It's just like I let the <laughs> the ideas come. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So it's just wherever the idea, and I could sit down and try to force thoughts but i like it when it's just pure so i don't really necessarily tailor make shit mm-hmm. i just go with the flow and just how i feel and what i'm thinking for sure yeah because you know like you have certain comedians like for instance like kevin hart mm-hmm. he from the shit that i've seen he generally talks about his kids right 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 his wife mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so because that's that's, that's yeah. him you yeah, know yeah, what I'm saying? yeah yeah so that's kind of what i was kind of oh, okay so like are you saying kind of like what is my material based on yeah that's i should definitely i, I got you i, I got fucked you. up the no 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 you, it's, it's cool <laughs> my fault <laughs> no it's all good that's what communication it's, is you know what i'm saying got me a little loose man. oh shit hey tell me about it. this um, ain't this is vodka no i'm joking they know they can't see the shit they can't see shit mm-hmm. it's cool um so let me drink this water right and answer your question okay all right so I don't know. It's kind of the same answer that I just gave. It's just, I don't, I try not to make it too personal Mm -hmm. about me, but then I think about other comedians I look up to, like Richard Pryor. 
are great and he gets very personal he gets very introspective but he's like blatant with his and like uh-huh. one of my favorite comedians isn't as interest he's introspective but it's not personal without with you knowing that it's personal you right. know what i'm saying like he might say some shit that he experienced but he might set it up as somebody else uh-huh. you know what i'm saying so I, I admire that the way he tells jokes so it's i'm kind of like i'm kind of doing both i'm like very yeah. introspective i get personal and then i don't mm-hmm. but i got jokes i have jokes about I have a joke about an ex-girlfriend of mine that actually happened. I exaggerate the story, mm. but the situation actually happened. The situation is funny. Mm-hmm. And then I have a joke where I talk about an ex-girlfriend, and I this story doesn't didn't even happen at all. And I, I have, I think I have, well, I have, yeah, I, I know there's one ex-girlfriend I have that had a child. And it was about my ex-girlfriend being pregnant. Mm-hmm. But this story that I joke about never happened. It was just mm-hmm. a funny thought that I had, and right. I made it personal. You made it but personal. But I didn't deal with the situation at all. Yeah. This punchline was funny to me. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? It's just different shit. It, I, I don't know. Just whatever I feel, uh-huh. I try to put out there and see if I can make it funny. I feel like in any realm mm-hmm. of work, let's, let's just talk about creative shit. I feel yeah. like... When you tell your truth, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. Absolutely, you're gonna be you're gonna be successful. Like Absolutely. if you, if your brand has some truth about it, like mm-hmm. if your values are immersed in what right. you're doing, right. or whatever, you know what I'm saying. I feel like people can really tell when you're really doing some genuine shit. For sure, we got a lot of fakes. You know, we got like <laughs> yes. the Takashi's, niggas mm-hmm. yeah. like that. Right, you know right, what I'm right. saying. I mean, if you know, you know. Right, but. To say that, to piggyback on that, I mean, like, just tell your truth, man. Absolutely. I always, always tell you the truth. Even, even with the shit, the, like, the joke I was telling you about, like, it, that wasn't my situation. Yeah. But what I joke about is, like, who I admire, they tell the truth. When they tell their truth or their version, their perception. Because mm-hmm. I, like, I have, I'm funny about when people say, oh, well, she's or he's telling their truth. And I think I feel I feel like that's a the that's a wrong way of saying it because mm-hmm. like the truth is the truth and the lie is a lie. You know what I'm saying like if it's true, there's no that's my truth. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I feel like people are saying that's their perspective, what they believe to be true. Facts. I feel like words are very important in the way mm-hmm. we use them. I'm real. I'm like anal about that shit. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? When I talk to people, they think I'm an asshole. I'm like I'm not really trying to like correct anybody or try right. to tell they're wrong. I'm just like I feel like we could effectively communicate those things better because then you have other people that grow up and they like oh everybody has the truth then the truth doesn't mean anything anymore. Mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying that's kind of yeah. like trump tells a lie and then calls the truth tellers fake news it's like he's like well that's my truth you don't get to say that because <laughs> right. that's not the truth you know what i'm saying man trump he's wild as fuck with this shit yeah he's he's uh he's having a rough go with things man i was in i was in vegas april okay i was i saw the trump building right yeah yep I was gonna slap so many crew TV stickers <laughs> on that motherfucker, but bro, that would have been great. Security was deep. Oh, for real. I wasn't. I was trying to come out to have a good time. Right, right, right. right. I just landed. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm not trying to go back today. No. <laughs> I'm not trying to, you know, spend my day like. I don't think he would have went back. Hell no. You'd have been he, there for a minute. Yeah, he would have. He locked you up. Definitely would have. <laughs> for, for a fucking sticker, bro. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, that's, that's a freedom of speech, I think. And there's nothing, there's nothing bad. I mean, if anything, I'll put you on. 
I put him on top. Yeah, nah. <laughs> Let me stop. <laughs> I put Trump on. Yeah, I put that nigga on, man. That's funny. I ain't got nothing against that. Me personally, mm-hmm. we can talk about that. We both, we, we both black niggas, True. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm That's not going to get hella political because if you're a listener, you know what I'm saying, give us feedback, you know what I'm saying? Tune in, hit, hit us in the DM, you know what I'm saying? Come correct, though, because you, you will be blocked. Yeah. But, um... To, to say that, mm-hmm. uh, I don't feel like Trump's a bad guy, though. Mm. Like, I, I agree. I don't know but, who the bad guy is. You mm-hmm. know it's always somebody right. behind the scenes. Right, right, right. And we're not finna really get too deep because we don't know who the fuck lives. We, that's why I told you to lock the door. Yeah, know? exactly. We, we, I don't want SWAT busting into the... I'll say this. If SWAT want to get to us, nigga, I don't think we can lock that door any tighter. They come. They, they, they probably outside. Windows and shit. Like, let me go to Let me stop. <laughs> Shit, I got nervous. Right. Uh, like I feel, I I feel you. I don't think Trump is necessarily like. Yeah. He's a byproduct of our society. He's he's just a face. He's definitely a face, and I think I see what you're saying. Like you're saying, like he's like the like somebody else is pulling the strings yeah, and shit. But people always want to talk about Trump's doing this. Yeah. Trump's doing, like, bro, I mean, I know I'm not really deep in the shit, mm-hmm. but I feel like. As a black man in America, you yeah. know, it's fucked up shit. It's fucked up everywhere. Yeah. But, you know, I just feel like no president is, like, mm. elected. They're all selected. Hmm. I mean, they knew, they like, for instance, Obama, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like Obama becoming president was the worst thing to happen to black people. Wow. Why you say that? I feel like it lowered us to sleep. It's like, we got that one, nigga. We're good. Yeah. yeah you know, I can... We got the one in. Yeah. But... If you really know, do your research on this shit, like, and this is, it's, I don't really know the truth. This is what I feel type Mm. shit. Uh, They probably saw Obama. He's a a sharp, he's a sharp young man. You know Mm. what I'm saying? He's done all this shit young. Got a nice looking wife in the shell. Yeah, yeah. Get you some kids, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) We're gonna, we're gonna mold you up to be a president. Yeah. They already knew Trump was gonna be president. Trump, it's like high school shit. If you got money, or if you popular, you're winning high school president or student council or some yeah. shit. It's just a popularity mm. contest. Obama oh, just so happened to be the most popular black candidate at that time. Oh yeah. And then they already had this shit set up for him to become. I definitely agree. It's a, a huge popularity contest because if you look at a lot of people, they don't vote necessarily on policies. They more people vote on bro. image more yeah. than they do on policies. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like fucking what's that? I forgot which president it was. The first, like, actual presidential mm-hmm. campaign that was on TV and shit. Yeah. Like, the other dude, I believe, I don't remember, but I'm thinking this is true. The guy who lost on the first time, oh, I think it was whoever ran against uh, JFK. JFK was a young guy. He was handsome, and he he was pleasing to the eyes on TV. Mm-hmm. The other guy was this old, you know, like older presidents, like niggas weren't concerned about photo ops and shit. They were right. trying to get work done. Mm-hmm. So this nigga's just old. He wasn't presentable on TV and shit. The first time the presidential election is on TV. Yeah. He lost basically because the other dude looked better. You know what I'm saying? That's JFK looked better. That's right. And that's what we're doing now is everything is, is how it looks on TV. And whatever's on TV Everything. It's not what it is in it's, reality. It's all fabricated shit. Yes. It's, I feel like we live in an age where is your, well, I'll say social media life. Mm-hmm. So, because that's a fake life. Yeah. Essentially, for, for some people. Right, right. Is your social media life 
does it equate to your real life? You know what I'm saying? I mean, it, I don't think it's it's just like social media is just like a visual representation of what you tell. If social media is, you know how motherfuckers go to uh, high school reunions and shit, class yeah. reunions, and every like a motherfucker rent a Lamborghini for just, the day just, just to look cool up, with a right. nice suit and rent a and rent a bitch or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Where do you wake? Just, we'll talk about that. Later. We'll talk about that later. I'll show you exactly the website to rent a bitch. Man, I hope you're not talking about back page. You know, like Hell no. Nah. <laughs> I, I was say rent AIDS, nigga. I was gonna say get out, bro. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't even know. No, nah, I'm just playing. But like, it's just I think social media is basically like your high school reunion, your ten year high school reunion every day. Everybody's putting their best foot forward and Fabricated shit. Bullshit. It is, and you wouldn't like a lot of people wouldn't post L's mm -hmm. anyway. Mm -hmm. You wouldn't go and say, well, hey, everybody, I, I got dumped today. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? It's like, unless you're looking for sympathy or, like, affection. But you wouldn't you wouldn't post it if you know that would have a negative outlook on your perception of other right. people. So with that, understanding that, I don't fault people for it, but I do see it as a problem because it makes everything else harder. It makes real life hard. Because mm -hmm. once you get off the screen, you got to deal with some real shit. You got to deal with some ugly shit. Okay. And you got people out there who look good here and don't look good in real world so it's like you I hate that that's i do too especially like in the dating scene yeah it sucks yeah definitely yeah. that's but we're not gonna get into that shit. Nah, well. but <laughs> we may we may come back to it but to, to speak on the topic of uh yeah just creative shit and like mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying trying to put on this certain persona yeah. for the likes or right, views right. I don't know if you heard about it, but Instagram—they're taking—they're taking away the like system. Really? Yeah, they that's already interesting. They already have it implemented in some countries. That's good. Because you know, like some people, like yeah, like Drake said, mm -hmm. girl, she'll post some shit from a vacation she went six months ago. Yes. On her, on her shit. Yeah. Just to make it seem like she out living and she really, she really is at home, chilling, watching the office, <laughs> in in a bed with no bed frame on the floor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it happens. I mean, if we if you feel attacked and you're watching this, uh, just sorry, please, just no, just please subscribe to the podcast. <laughs> we're, not, we're not sorry, but I mean, I just, I, I'm I'm not apologizing. Get for your shit together. I'm sorry that you have to sleep on the floor. Hey, it's levels to the shit. It is levels. You, you gotta want more for yourself, but baby girl, I can't do it for you. Can hell no, I can't. And yeah. sadly to say, I'm not. Mm. Unless you mind, but uh, yeah, that's different. But yeah, just, that's. Yours, you, yeah. You should take care of your shit. Yeah, it's not man. <laughs> Yuck. So, like, how do you how do you think as creatives and just people in general? How do you feel like that's going to affect them when it when it hits like us? Mm -hmm. Like, so when we start noticing, like, oh, I don't have likes anymore. I I think it's just one of them things where it's just going to weed. Everything seems like it has like this, and not. I don't feel like there's like a sentient being behind this but everything weeds itself out so mm -hmm. the true tend to last longer than the fake mm -hmm. so now that instagram is getting rid of the like system we're going to see how different people post i felt like instagram it's a great way to grow your business Absolutely. and audience but most of it like i said is fabricated so mm -hmm. once that shit the like system rolls over to us right i feel like we're going to see like kind of how like my space declines Facebook started to decline. 
Very true. Instagram is, I feel like it's Yeah, Instagram starting. is on its way down. It's definitely, yeah. that's why they implemented, I just saw the dark mode. That's, mm-hmm. bro, if you're going crazy by the dark mode, you could have been did that shit. Go to your iPhone, right. go to general, customize, maybe Google the shit. You could have been did. Could have. You, bro, you really, I, I made my Instagram layout orange last night. No jailbroken shit. Oh, shit. It fucked up my eyes, so I had to change it. <laughs> But you did it, though. But I did it. Yeah. But people go so crazy over mm-hmm. the simple shit. Right, right, right. That it's, it's that consumerism shit. Yeah. And that was a that was a thought I had when you were talking, and I forgot. But it kind Hopefully of pertains. Hopefully it pertain. comes back to you. Hopefully it does. Wait, I mean, what does it pertain to? It was pertaining to the whole, just like the whole, oh, I know what it was. Okay. It's like, you know how you're saying everything is fabricated? Right. The odd thing about that is, is like the reason why I'm kind of on the fence with it, mm-hmm. just off the sense that in the business world, anything from entertainment to uh, even any kind of marketing, it's all in a sense a fabrication. Because motherfuckers spend like millions of dollars like, to understand what makes the brain tick so they can advertise to certain people and shit. And, so it's like, it's you look at when you go to McDonald's, when you look at the pictures of the burgers on the thing, mm-hmm. the shit looks delicious. Fire, like. But when you get the burger, man, shit don't look like. Nigga, it. I got the burger. You looking at it? Mm-hmm. The burger got two breads on the shit. Yeah. I get, I get fucking white bread or some shit. Like, <laughs> <It> what is <laughs> a piece of toast in the middle? Like, like what is this? <laughs> not a McDouble. Right. This some is bullshit. <laughs> but yeah, facts. facts. Yeah. If you still going to McDonald's twenty nineteen, bro, like, stop that shit. I'm sorry if I attacked you. You didn't attack me because look, I I didn't eat McDonald's for seven years, almost ten, until I went through a not a phase, but I went through a a very poor time in my life this year. So I was like, nigga, you gotta, I I gotta survive, man. It'd be like that because I I ate McDonald's one time in high school, but I like I remember I was like watching Malcolm in the Middle some shit, (laughs) and then I was like. Yeah. Fucking threw up everywhere, oh, bro. Man. And then I was like, McDonald's, you never see me again. I feel you. I'm the same way with uh with Long John Silvers. Right? They, they, still, they still like around? I think they just closed this year. There was one in uh-huh. Shreveport and I don't know why. The only thing that was keeping it open was it was next to the hospital and it was it's, next to the hood. So it was like it was convenient for everybody. They need to go ahead and wrap that shit up. Yeah, I think it's done for I'll now. I'll give y'all Long John if y'all listening. If anybody from Long John is listening. Kill yourself. <laughs> don't, don't go. No, I'm joking. He no. said it on me. <laughs> if anybody kills themselves for that, then they should have done it a long time ago if he was working at Long John Silver. Man. Facts. Man, if you work at Long John Silver, go ahead and wrap that shit up, man. Can wrap it up. It's, well, no. It's not, it's not even good seafood. It's not even fresh. It's not. I don't even know. I walked why, in there one do, time. Why you do it to yourself, man? Like, no, I walked in there once, but it smells weird. It does. It's, I don't know. The tartar sauce looks weird. The fish, I don't know, bro. It's it's not a good place to go. That's like me. That's like when Uncle Willie went to uh, Holy Moly, asked for the donuts, but hold the flies. Yes, <laughs> like exactly. What do you? Come on, man. I wouldn't even go in Long John Silver's to take a shit. Like if I if I had the shit and that was the only place for miles, yeah, I'd shit on myself because I'm not going to Long John Silver's. <laughs> I'm. It's not. I'm not doing it. Man. Fuck Long John Silver's, man. <laughs> this went dark. <laughs> yeah. This turned into a Long John Silver's hate podcast. Yeah, man. I'm Jeez. definitely definitely making that a segment. Oh, yeah. So, like, I'm... <laughs> in, every, in every podcast, like, how do you feel about Long John Silver's, man? Fuck Long John Silver's. Yeah, that's going to be a thing. I'm going to get a, a shirt that says, fuck Long John Silver's. I'm with you on that. That would be a... I think that was so... Uh, time to make a shirt. I could definitely do that for, like, 
15, 20 bucks. <laughs> 15, 20 bucks. I'll get several. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'll, and you know, I'll put your name on the back. Mark, Mark Pugh, collab with 88. You know what I'm saying? Let's get it. That's fuck Long John Silver's. We may need to do that. Let's make that happen. You want to put the <laughs> you want to put the design on the back? Or the front? I would put it on the front and the back, just so uh, they get the picture. Hmm. You think go get some shit for that? I mean, honestly, if Who people knows? don't really understand, if people don't tune in, and like we can't make it a thing, they may not understand. So that probably won't. I think shit. it'll work because then when people say, "Why do you say fuck Long John Silver?" Like, well, I have a podcast, and tune you can in. see how I started out. Yeah, and you have. The name of the podcast link on the back of the front or some shit. There you go, cross promotion. I think we should definitely do that. Let's make that shit. At happen. least a few. I'm with it. Let's see how the few go. Yeah. And then we'll go from there. It's getting kind of cold. You know what I mean? We may come up with some long hoodies. sleeves. I love hoodies. hoodies. That, I would wear that hoodie every day. Fuck, oh, fuck long Bro, man, that's like. We making magic happen. And y'all may think we bullshit. <laughs> hey, wait. Just wait. Yeah, give, give us like. Two I'm weeks. dumb enough to do that shit. Man. I bought a megaphone. To yell at people outside my car. Okay, so, I'm a little bit. I just fucked up. What would you say? I just random shit. Like, you can't drive nothing funny. Just the fact that I have a megaphone, I'm yelling at traffic is funny to me. So, but you should, you should, like, I might record that. You should do it. Matter of fact, uh, my friend uh, Derek and my mm-hmm. brother uh, Kendall, they, uh, they had a song that I was a part of. They did a music video for it. It's coming mm-hmm. out soon. My friend uh, Mike uh, Christie actually shot it. Mm. And um, I have the megaphone in that motherfucker. Like, there's no point to me having it. Is. I'm just yelling at niggas. Like, you don't hear shit. I'm just with a mic, mic, megaphone. It. Yeah. That's, that's, that's good. Nice. It was fun. Oh, man. I, I could definitely see you making like cameos and shit. I would like, love to do that. Just yeah. a bunch. You know what I'm saying? You ever thought about acting? Yeah, yeah. I was the uh, stage shit. I was. Um, I wanted to be an actor when I was little. I was doing like stage plays and shit. I just thought it was cool, but I never pursued it after that. And I feel like that's something you should probably do. You know what I'm saying? You can, can you can you tap into some serious roles? Yeah, I've, yeah, I've done it before. I yeah. Make myself cry. I told you, man. Actors are crazy. Man, okay. So you, I'm, I'm gonna put you on the spot. So a person impersonation or like, okay. we gonna we gonna set the scene. All right, what's the scene? I'll uh, do my best. Have you seen Trinity Day? Yes, I have. You know it fairly well. Yeah, I know some parts. What's some parts you know? Uh, the part where um he was he was about to get uh killed by everybody in the hood and they let him go. Everybody, he was talking everybody, everybody knows that part. <laughs> yeah, that's like the only part I know, kind of word for word. Mm. And my favorite part is when he gets shot in the ass. Because <laughs> you can see a nigga like in the corner laughing. He broke yeah. character because this shit was so funny. Yeah. But yeah, I don't. Man, the don't part know. the part I like from him because that's mm. like. Top three favorite movies. Oh, me. really? It's yeah. a good movie. Ideally, like, I, I love a bunch of movies, but mm. just to name top three, probably um, Training Day, Scarface. Yes. Payton Fool. I agree. You know those are Those, those are some are three movies decent movies. Yes. I mean, like like I said, there are a lot of good movies out there, yes. but shit, they all can't make the list. That's true. Yeah. That was a, that's a very good top three. I agree with that top three. You know what I'm saying? My favorite scene from Training Day mm. is like, what's the, what was the white guy's name? I, I forgot, forgot his name. I forgot his name. But when they pulled up, you know what I'm saying? It's on the tip of my tongue, too. But yeah. Jake. Then That's not, his name. Jake. No, Jake. Not not, not uh, Denzel's partner. Uh, okay. The older white guy. Oh, shit. Like, they went in his house, got the drugs from underneath. Yeah. And they, he was like, they kind of staged the shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He was like, 
Jake shot him. Mm-hmm. He came in, did this. They, yeah. you know what I'm saying? They tried to pin it all on him. Right. Like, I didn't do that shit. Blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. And then he was like, you want to go to jail? You see, you want to go home. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He pulled a gun on him and shit. That was a scene I was going to make you do. Ah, shit. But let's just do this. Okay. Pick a movie that you know fairly well. All right. I'm not going to pick the shit. Put you on the spot. You know what I'm saying? This is like, this this, this the, this the, because we sit on the couch right now, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know, you know what I'm saying? Make sure you tune into the full video, but um, it's like. Casting call, no Pornhub shit, no. <laughs> <laughs> of course not. Yeah, no. <laughs> but you not. know, typically people think of the couch. Right, right. You know yeah. what happens on the couch. Yeah, fairly well. But this is not that couch. No. That this is a red couch. This is different. This is quality. Not a white couch. Not a white couch. Where you can hide the comb stains. This is. Like you can definitely use. Yeah. This period sex couch. Man, you, you right. should, yeah. I was about to say something about that. I was like, bro, you you smashed a girl on her period on this couch. You're good. You just smile. Don't even need a towel or nothing. Man, just, you may just need a one Lysol wipe. <laughs> and you're good. That was specific as shit. One Lysol wipe. Come on, man. We all done it before. Yeah, hell yeah. At least at some point. Yeah, sir. I'm not gonna. Period. Don't stop. Nothing but a sentence. Anyway. Yeah. Back to what you were saying. Well, oh, a scene. Mm-hmm. Damn. We talked about Joker earlier. Okay. And one of my favorite characters is the Joker. From the other Batman. Yeah. Well, my favorite character is the Joker, period. So anytime I, I get to see him, I, I want to see you. I was actually going to get a Joker tattoo on my leg, bro. Really? Like right there. Yeah. So I got like Hollywood right here. Okay. The yeah. city or like. Yeah, I wish I could show you. I'm actually okay. canceled. But it's like, you know, Hollywood sign. For sure. You For know sure. What I'm I got like the letters like distressed. Oh, shit. Because like, I feel like one day, you know what I'm saying, when the world comes to end type shit. Mm-hmm. But just in general, like Hollywood just looks so pristine. Like I've actually been out there mm-hmm. and it's all, I hate it. <laughs> I, fucking, I fucking hate California. Yeah. I love the weed, but I hate California. Yeah. It's so it's so many people. Yeah. And it's just when you're around all those different people, like for me, I reach like a level of like consciousness and shit. Mm-hmm. I feel all of that this like negative yeah. energy and i saw a lot of people on my kelly trip when i went out there i saw megan good mm. saw kelly Rowland. Mm. i saw what's it, little ronnie from dallas you know what really? this is he just out in buffalo Island, and just eating shit. i'm like yeah. what's up and but i feel like you know we talk about comedians like Martin mm-hmm. Orange, Dave Chappelle. Yeah, yeah. When they're in Hollywood, you know what I'm saying? People think they're going fucking crazy. Yeah. It's fucking them up. Right. Hollywood is not meant for the black man, no. let alone white people. Yeah, it's anybody. It's, it's like Hollywood is like a club that you don't want to get into. It's like how Cat Williams said, yeah. you know what I'm saying? The line was long as fuck. Mm-hmm. You walking into the club, metaphorically, but if you know, yeah. you know, you get into the club. And a club that people are dying to get into. Right. And he's the only person in there. Mm. And when he tries to leave, he's like, they they say, you can't leave until you do what you said you're going to do for us. Mm-hmm. And you, you kind of yeah. know what that goes into. Right, right, right. So that's why I'm like, this is like, you know what I'm saying? Fuck the industry text. I got you. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to get really, the Joker. It's really dope. Yeah, yeah I'm going to get the Joker right here. This shit hurts like a motherfucker. They should. It's like, no I mean, pain, no gain. Yeah, I mean, it looks dope in the end. Right, right. For sure. Right. I mean, I don't even wear shorts like that. It's just kind of some yeah. personal shit. Like, when sure. I'm 
looking at it type shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like this is a good place to stop the interview. We've been talking for like about two hours now. Yeah, in nah. two days. That's <laughs> good, bro, man. I had a good time, bro. Thank I appreciate you for, you for having me on I, your that, show. It's not my show. <laughs> bro, you're, it's Mark, Mark 88, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's the guy. I, yeah, saying? definitely hit up Mark 88. Yeah, hit up Mark Not Pugh. Mark Pugh. Thank you, man. Not Thank you for the opportunity. Happy to run my mouth and share some shit and learn some shit. Yeah. Any, Love any, good conversation. Any, uh, any last words you got to say for the listeners? Uh, if this comes out before October 12th, we have a show on October 12th. It's going to be some uh, some live food, music. That's, that's this Saturday, right? Yeah, this Saturday. Okay. Live food. food I don't know why the fuck I can't say food. <laughs> live music. <laughs> live food, right. I guess. Um, drinks, alcohol is going to be at a bar. There's a stage. We're going to have a uh, good time. The idea of it. Cause I'm getting a lot of local people that do music. So you're setting it up. Yeah, I'm setting it up. I'm bringing all my friends that do music, and it's kind of like a concert on shuffle. Like I'm not just gonna have one person do a set. Like one person do a song, and somebody come do a song, and somebody comes back and does another song, and just kind of jumble it up. Mm-hmm. It'll be kind of like a party a concert event. I have some comedian homies come up. We'll talk some shit on the microphone. Mm-hmm. I'll be hosting that bitch. And if you can't make it to that on December 13th, when I come back from uh, California, I'll mm-hmm. be there for a month in November. So you just scared the shit out of me. Man, you never, have you ever been? Never been when I could buy alcohol legally. So I was there when I was younger. So mm-hmm. we'll see how it goes when I'm drunk. I mean, what part you going to? Uh, we're going to try to be in L.A. for the most part. But okay. I think we're going to be staying outside of there. Mm-hmm. But just to go around because I want to go it's, to comedy clubs it's and crowded, shit. It's crowded like yeah. shit around there, yeah, bro. I, I know I'm not going to like it. but Yeah, yeah traffic's, traffic's fucking terrible, bro. Like, ugh, man. I really I hate traffic. Man, like. It was traffic like 10 p.m. I'm talking about like six five lanes like backed up because I had just landed mm-hmm. trying to go to the Airbnb and shit. It's packed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But hey man, be safe out there for sure. For sure. I, I'll do my best. I'll you try to make it back. Hopefully, hopefully we can have them uh them fuck loans out silver shirts by then. Yeah, we'll definitely have them before then. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's you gonna you're gonna need it. People people yeah. gonna put it on, but I appreciate you. For sure, man. Oh, um well I mean you you know, you'll tell the people about, you know. All the follow me and shit. Definitely follow him on Instagram. I will put all that in the description. You put know it in the saying? lower third. The lower third. That's right. As well. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? I will put it in the lower third. All that good shit. Oh, yeah. Thank you for uh, joining the crew TV. Absolutely, you know what I'm saying? Man. We out. Get the finger guns and shit. Hey, you good, man.